morning. Welcome to the Captain's Corner. I was going to try and put a show on yesterday, one of the podcasts yesterday, after the president's uh, press release, press briefing. Uh, it lasted well over two hours. I think it was four minutes short of two hours. And at the very end of it, uh, he was having a good time. Yeah, he's asking, pointing out, answering questions. Give me this, give me that. He kept looking at his watch, though. Uh, and you could see he was getting kind of tired. There were some hardball questions. Uh, a lot of them were soft. Uh, the idea that he picked out the people that he wanted to talk, uh, I, I don't know if I like that in a press conference. I mean, these people come and they talk to Jen Psaki every day, and they're spread out, and, you know, she doesn't have a list of people to call on. She just randomly picks people, which is what I thought he should have did. He didn't do that until uh, pretty much the end of the show when he was trying to wind down. And then he got stuck in there for quite a while. But uh, CBS, ABC, NBC, Bloomberg, uh, New York Times, you know, all, all of these. Uh, and I, when I say they were softball questions, I don't know. They, they kind of all went toward Russia. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, rightly so, but not all the questions. There, there were a lot of things that could have been discussed that they never touched. And, you know, um, they never got into what well, he did. He got into Afghanistan, never apologized, said he did the right thing. And, and, and he kind of scoffed over that and, and they let him go. And, and I, I thought that was, that was kind of Bush as far as the reporters go. Now, there was something there that you should have, you should have, you know, you had your opportunity in front of the whole nation to, you know what, uh, if I had it to do over again, maybe I would do something like this uh, as opposed to what I did in fact do. He never acknowledged all the people that he left behind. Uh, he acknowledged just what he did. And, you know, he's, it, was, it was his thought uh, all the way through. The previous administration had set a timetable for us to get out of there. And, and again, there was no problem with that one way or the other, to move it back or whatever you had to do. There was no problem. You were still in control. And as far as not getting uh, the people, our American people and then our allies in Afghanistan out first, and then all of our equipment next, and then uh, finally all of our men uh, turned out to be a disaster. And, and if you noticed in the polls, uh, he wasn't doing too bad until August, which is when this all started, the Afghanistan situation started, and it, it kind of rocked the United States, and it, and it rocked the people around the, the, the world, you know, America. America, what? They left people behind. They, they did this. They did that. Uh, can you trust America to once again be part of an ally or to be a good ally for you if, you can't, if they can't be trusted to, to stick it out? So, again, it left a lot of things um, unanswered, and, and I think that is, that's the beginning of, of his uh, negativity going the other way. He thinks he's doing a great job. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to give you a personal observation, because you know what? I'm not going to spend a heck of a whole lot of time trying to dissect the speech. I, again, he's, he's the type of person, to me, he would be happier, happier if he was the vice president. See, the vice president, you can strut around, you can be, I'm the, I'm the number two guy in, in the country, number two guy in the world, uh, you know, and it's me. You know, so he, he struts with that, uh, 
with their chest puffed out when he was the, uh, the the vice president. You know, and Obama made all of naturally made all of the big decisions. You know, they they would bring him into the room as a courtesy and stuff. But he never had much. You know, he he claimed that he was good in foreign relations, and, and he had failing grades all the while he was a senator. So. That was bogus. But the idea is that, again, he's number two. He's, a, he's on his own plane. He flies all over the world. He can go and meet with leaders and stuff. That's what he loved because he wasn't the first and he wasn't the last word. He was conveying a message from the president of the United States. They don't, they don't allow you or your son to go and make deals uh, with the Chinese people without the number one man in the, in the, in the world, in the, in the country, knowing what you're doing. So his son, and the question that they asked about about his son, man, did he get out of that fast? And, and without answers. And away he goes. And again, the press leaves him alone. And that's, that's, that's what I really can't stand. You know, the people that would ask him the tough questions, I think by now he must know that, or they've got the message in his ear to, you know, no, you don't want him, no, you don't want him, this one. But he was reading from his, his notes as far as calling on people to start with. And 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 they were like I say again. Some of them were were tough questions, but I do believe uh, he would be happier as a vice president. Okay, I think the presidency to him is overwhelming to him because he's got to work so much, and he's not used to it. Again, he, he, when you're a vice president, you kind of come and go as you please. You're the second in command. You get all that respect from everybody, but you're not making those those big tough decisions. You're not meeting with those people all the time. And when you are meeting with the foreign relations people, there's no pressure on you. You're conveying messages from the president is what you're doing, you know. So, and and you agree with everything. That, that, that's the trouble with you when you're. Uh, that's the trouble with politics anyway, you know, with, with your number one man. And, you know, when he went on the apology tour around the world, that's that's more in line with how I feel how Biden is. That's the type of president that, that he is. Um, is he overwhelmed? Yeah, he's overwhelmed. Yeah, he's he thinks he did a great job. He really does think he did a great job. And he's forgetting. He's forgetting the American people is what he's doing. He has split them right down the middle. And well, I tell you, recently it's starting to swing a little bit toward the on the right side. Not much, but but enough. And, and and the right side, if it's just the people you're talking about, there's nothing wrong with that. But when you come to the right side and you include the politicians, it throws everything out of kilter. Because again, like I said before, I don't care Republicans or Democrats. They're 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 the same people. They're the same people. And if you notice, the politician is never lost for words. Isn't it amazing? I don't care what they do. In any situation, they can turn it around and they can put a different spin on it. They're amazing, Republicans and or Democrats. They're, they're just unbelievable to me. They have all these different policies. And, and, and the fact that some of the policies that he's going on with the, 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 the voting bill that he wants to change, you know, you, you had 150 million people come out to vote for a guy who campaigned in a basement. What, what are you looking to improve on? And, and I said, if you would keep it very simple, well, we want people to be able to vote early. Are those big deals? Is, is that what that is? People can't vote. They don't have enough time to vote. Isn't the individual states uh, really responsible for that? And if they are, what are you, what are you going on this campaign for? Is it, we're more interested in gas and food and, 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 the, and, and our pipeline and jobs. That's what we're more interested in. I'm not worried about the, the next set of elections and, and if they're going to be, uh, if they're going to be uh, uh, the fraud involved. There's fraud involved in everything when it includes politicians. 
the hell? You guys got to be kidding me. You would think these guys were all little saints, and, you know, they, they don't know this and they don't know that. They're, they're, they're brutal is what they are. I can tell you right now. You've got some of these guys, like I say, they're power mongers, but they're little kids. The power mongers are way up on the top, you know. And I'm not even talking the president. You know, I'll, I'll give Pelosi credit for that, okay? And I can't think of any senator or, or, or congressperson outside of her that I would even bestow that, 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 that credit on for being powerful because there, there aren't any. The senators, you know, they've, they've got Mitch McConnell, and he's, he's kind of old-fashioned. He's all over the board. He, he's, not, he's not a strong, tough guy. We don't, we, they don't have anybody. Yeah, they don't have anybody either. It's going to be interesting to see when it comes time for the 2024 election uh, where the Republicans are going to go. <clears throat> I have a personal feeling about that, too, uh, which I'll get into in a, in a little bit. Um, uh, you know, we never mentioned anything about the border, and what was mentioned, again, was just went over the top very quickly. We never got into the drug cartels, and we never got into the drugs that are coming into this country and killing our kids and our and, and our and our people and stuff. We never get into that. You never get into the schools in America, with the exception of whispering to tell me that ninety-five percent of the schools are are, are open. You know, well, I don't care if it's it's ninety-nine percent. It's that other one percent that counts along with everybody else. And we're not talking immediately. We're talking about last year. The damage is done as far as the kids in the school system goes, and people got found out. You know how how you you turn the government loose on, on parents. You know, where'd you ever see anything like that? What, what kind of country do we live in? You know, it's like being in uh, communist Russia, communist China. I mean, it's ridiculous that you, that you would do something like that on parents and stuff. And then you really find out how much power that the uh, unions, the, the school teachers unions have. And then they call their bluff. And, and he keeps telling you how much money he gave the schools. And it's and it's up to and he's telling he's telling yesterday declaring that there's a lot of areas that didn't use the money that the, the, the that the feds gave them. Well, okay, they didn't use the money. Tell them to give the money back. Well, we have no control over that. It's up to the state. No, it's not. It's not up up to the state. If in fact they're not using the money that you gave them, you should be able to recapture it, or certainly find out where that money is and where that money went to. Well, it went for ventilation. It went for buses. It went to to improve this for Massey, you did everything possible to improve everything. You gave them billions of dollars, and they still didn't go back to school. So what was the problem? And did you investigate far enough to find out what was wrong? Did you order them to get back to school? Are you going to fire them off? You didn't do nothing. You didn't do nothing because you accept zillions of dollars from those unions and stuff. Like I say, and then and you get caught. You get caught all the time when the people find out that. That that's what this is about. This is what politics are about, and you and you turn people off. You you turn the right people off, people who they, who you'd like to see in some of these offices and and making some of the rules and stuff. But again, this is politics, and you've got to be a certain breed to want to be a politician. You know, he talked about the the prices like inflation, and and, and, and like it's not real, and he's got he's going to solve it. What, what is he going to do? What are you going to do to solve it? You didn't even know it was it was happening. Yeah, you didn't know it was happening. You didn't know that, that hamburgers cost $5 a pound. You didn't even know that. Yeah, well, but you do know that the people are suffering because, because well, I guess they told you that. Somebody had to tell you that, that uh, and somebody who went to the store and did some shopping. And so now all of a sudden you realize, holy cow, it's, 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 boy, the American people are really having to come up. Yeah, but you didn't say it like that. 
you, you said it was going to be tough, but you know Americans are tough, and we're going to we're going to get through this. Yeah, well, okay, get through this with some solutions. So don't get through this with pep talks. Yeah, don't get through this with pep talks. And, and to get back to the speech that he had, if you watched him a couple of weeks ago, it was almost verbatim. He said the same things a couple of weeks ago. You know, I, I found it interesting that he came out at four o'clock in the afternoon to do a press conference. Now, wouldn't you think President of the United States, first one in a long time, he would be in prime time where he would want really the, the best time and the most people would be, be watching and to be listening? But you chose four o'clock in the afternoon because, you know, my theory is, well, first of all, you didn't have anything to report, number one. At four o'clock in the afternoon, you're going to get a lot of people that aren't going to be able to see it anyway. If they don't copy it, they're not going to be able to see it. They'll have to get it critiqued by, by other people who did, in fact, watch it. Or, like I say, the, the 4 o'clock slot isn't really a busy place, or it's someplace where you thought you'd have a soft landing. You know, you're probably right about that part of it. I mean, everything that you people do is so calculated all the time. You can't do this, you can't do that. Uh, he can't answer this. He, he, he's got to leave here now. You know, and every, he's so programmed and stuff. I, I don't I don't see him to be much of a leader. In fact, I see him as just the opposite of, of a good leader. And and again, and that's too bad. He's the president of the United States. He's representing us. They keep flashbacking and they give some of the speeches that he gave, some of the promises that he made. Well, being a politician, he should already realize that if you if you do promise and stuff and you can't deliver, there's consequences to pay. Uh, but in a case like his, again. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm crazy when when I say this. Yeah, I, I really don't think he's he's happy as the president. I, I, he would be again more happy uh, if if he was the vice president and somebody else was kind of telling him to do. You know, Joe, you're in charge of this here now. You know, you're gonna go back to the foreign policy and you'll be on a plane. You'll be dealing with China. I mean, that would be right up his alley. But to be the lead guy now and have to come out and make all these decisions and send people every place and sit down with all of your leaders and all of your cabinet people, you know, whether it's on a, on a daily basis or a weekly, whatever it is, now you have to about to be involved in all the policy. And I, I don't think you're capable of doing any of that. I mean, you've got this Jen Psaki. I, I watched her a little bit today. Uh, pretty sharp. I, I got to give her credit. She is pretty sharp. He should be as sharp as she is, you know, and he should be able to talk like she does. But th that's not the case. All she does is she cleans up all of his messes and stuff. She actually makes him look good, to be honest with you. You know, I didn't think I'd, I would like her so much, but I, I did kind of like her, you know, be out on her own now where people are ask, asking her questions on a different show and stuff. So I kind of like that, you know, and, you, and you're supposed to be for the person that you work for. I, I, I have no problem with that. I just think, and, and he's he's incapable of being a, a, a good leader. He shot himself in the foot like he always does regarding the Ukraine and Russia and what they can do and an, an incursion. You know, they, they must have been shaking in their boots when he used that, that language and stuff. And then she had to come back and soften the blow. And he's, oh, no, no, this is what he meant. Well, say what you mean then. Yeah, say what you mean and don't always have people that have to come and, and, and clean up your messes and stuff, you know. So... The border didn't talk much about the border. He, he's got a policy and a plan that they got to change, and that was the end of it. He didn't even bother to get involved in that at all, you know. So, uh, the COVID, and this is where he was blowing his horn with the masks and the vaccines and all the pills that they have. Well, again, look around, look around the world. There, there's other big countries that are much farther ahead than you are. 
you know, and you're supposed to be the leader of of, of the the free world and stuff. Well, well, you're not. You're not. And you're falling behind, and you pay attention to nothing. See, there are some people, and that are that that are around you. Mostly, they're Democrats. I would tell you that. Mostly, are they're ultra liberals. But I'll tell you that too. But some of them are are they really are morons, and they should be fired. They should be fired. You fired. You fired. Actually, no. But so everybody in in a year's time, over a year's time, is doing a very good job as far as you're concerned. As far as you're concerned, the question was asked about your vice president, and is she doing a good job as far as now taking care of the the voting structures and stuff? And, and if you decide to run in 2024, would she be your your running mate? And he said, yes, 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 to both of those. She's doing a great job, and he put her in charge of that. Well, who's in charge of the border? I thought you put her in charge of the border. Or did you forget? Because she forgot, so she doesn't pay attention to it at all. And she'll answer some questions and she'll do some things. And when she can't, she has no answer for something, she giggles. You know, and these are the people. She's the number two in line over here, okay? Well, their roles would be reversed like I'm, like I'm talking about him. You know, he'd be perfectly fine as the number two person. Well, she'd be she'd be perfectly fine with being the number one person if if she didn't have to do anything. But I could imagine what she would be like, just seeing how she treats her staff and how her staff. You know, of course, it's all on the QT. They're leaving her left and right, and she was she's a miserable person. So she would be a miserable person as a president too. And I'm sorry, yeah, that's <laughs> that, that, that's a, that's an easy call for me. You could see how she acts right now. You know, I I don't think she's very smart. I don't think he's very smart. I mean, he's lasted all these years because I guess he's a likable guy. You know, he likes to come and kiss your hand, kiss your face, uh, talk about your kids and stuff. Yeah, he's an everyday Joe. That, that's what he likes to do. He, he's a PR guy. He's not a president. He's a PR guy. Like her. She's not even a PR because she's not very likable. So you've got the number one and the number two in the country right now. Very with and they're they're not liked very much, you know. Even in his policies that he's doing and trying to do, and going to Congress and the way he talks about the the Republicans, you know, they 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 know how to play the blame game because they blame everybody else except themselves for anything. You're the number one guy. Once you take office, what's the old saying? The buck stops here. Well, you inherit everything. You inherit you inherit the good as well as the bad. The only trouble is you got rid of all the good. And you made everything else worse. You know, your very first move, the, the Keystone XL uh, pipeline, you could shut it down, shut it down. And then you haven't even thought about thought about it. Again, you know, geez, maybe it's something or someplace that we should reopen again and get us back into that energy cycle where we were the leader and people were buying from us. You, you never thought about it. They never even said anything about that. Acknowledge those people in, in the United States. Acknowledge the people in Canada and all the jobs that you cost and stuff. So you're, you're not... Uh, you're not you're not very bright, and you, you don't know really how to take advantage of certain situations. And that certainly would be one of them. If you got a problem, this, these are your people. We're your people. We're we're the government. And we have an energy crisis. We'll solve the energy crisis. Don't go shutting things down and closing. Open things up. Yeah, open things up. Forget about turning everything green. Right now, your people, the American people, need help. And I want a solution. I don't want a pep talk, and I don't want to tell. I want you to tell me stuff. I want concrete things that you're going to do, along with your administration. 
But almost every day, uh, I, it's, it's something. I get so fed up. I want to go on a campaign because I, I would like to do something uh, as far as, like, I, I talk about term limits, getting rid of everybody that's in there, you know, having these things. But what happens is people get burned out. They get fed up. You know, there's smoke screens that come up all over the place, you know. And I'll, I'll even call inflation a smoke screen. The energy crisis, the economy, those are all smoke screens to keep you, your mind occupied. And, you know, where, you know, okay, I, got, I better do this or I better follow orders. I, I have to pay attention to what, uh, to what they say, and, you know, not really thinking with my head anymore because I got to worry, how do I put food on the table? You know, well, you created all these jobs. Well, if you created all these jobs, why do we have a shortage of everything? You loosened up the 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 um, uh, at, at the uh, various uh, places where where the ships come in with all the goods and stuff, and you you took care of that. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, you you everybody had a good Christmas. The shelves aren't empty. Well, I can say for a fact where I shop, the shelves are empty. Yeah, they are empty. I'm sorry, I, I don't know where you shop. You know, well, it's eighty nine percent of them they are sock full. Well, again, I, I don't know where you shop. I, I'm sure you don't do any shopping. I'm sure you're not in any kind of a grocery store. But I, I thought I heard him say that he's going to, he wants to get out into the country now. He wants to come and be the people around the people because that's what he's good at. He's good at going around the people and stuff, yeah. I'm sure your Secret Service guys will be thrilled to know that that's what you're going to do. So, <clears throat> so uh, again, after this here, um, the, the press conference that he, that he did in fact do, um, I, I'm interested to see how people are coming back. The, the Republicans, he kept accusing them and saying the same thing over and over. What are you for? What are the Republicans for? What are, they, what are you for? You're not for this. You're not, if they're not for you, they're, they're against you. I, I guess that's what you're trying to say. This is politics. You know, this is politics. Not everybody's going to agree on everything. You should know better than that there. So if you, if you are getting static from the other side, you know, lo and behold, are you surprised? Yeah, are you surprised? If the shoe was on the other foot, you would be doing the same thing, which you already did do. And it's proven. They got you on tape. You and, and Schumer, uh, you're all on tape, you know, claiming this and claiming that. And a few years later, you're on the other side of it. So, again, uh, that's politics. That's why people stay away from politics, you know. I, I would love to have a group of people that have a lot of money that can really tear down some of these barriers and go to work uh, as far as changing things and revisiting things and getting people hired, the right people, the right people. And not everybody, again, not everybody is a politician. I don't want politicians. You know, there's nothing wrong with a business person leading a country or, or a state or, or a city. Nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, there should be more of that. I want to know what your skills are, you know, and, and how does America take take advantage of, of certain people's skills? That's what we need. We need that committee, that group that, that knows that and, and understands the different laws regarding uh, what you could do and what you can't do. As far as going back to revisit the Constitution, I don't know if you can or can't, but find out if we could. If we can't, there are other ways. There are other ways to do things, and term limits would be the number one thing. Maybe the easiest thing to do, but if it was at all possible, that would be the thing that I would go after immediately. Get those term limits. Don't let those people get involved with, with uh, uh, you know, getting getting too much uh, seated too hard and strong in a position. You got to be able to know that you can knock them out of the box in a couple of years. So that would that would be the uh, that that would be the thing as far as the term limits would go. So. <coughs> Excuse me. 
but that's that's where we are now politically it's 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 so hard for me to 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 believe any of these people you get so fed up with them and you know you don't want to listen to them and you don't want to pay attention to them but and here you have you have this guy again uh does he look like he's got it all together no that, and that's another thing that that people did and yeah, that's another thing that people did so so um to stay in line with what I wanted to do before it would take one heck of a movement for, for us to do that. But anything that could bother them, the, the establishment, if you will, uh, it would be fine. It would be fine. And let, let's, let's start another campaign, too. And we're going to talk about medical. We're going to talk about 401ks. I want to be eligible for whatever my senator has, my state senator, my, my U.S. senator, congressperson, whatever goods that you have, whatever program that you're in, Whatever medical problem, whatever medical coverage you have, whatever 401k you have in retirement, we want the same thing. Same thing as you. Well, I don't know how you pay for it. That's another thing I want to figure out. And if it's a case that all this is good, this is all great, you stay here for 20 years, you got a super thing. And and I'm sure that it is because I I noticed the government is the number one employer in the world anyway. So so that's why you, you have to entice people into... And that's how they do it. You know, you, oh, look at, look at the pension they have. Look at the pension, this and that. Then you got the poor sucker that's got to work outside all his life and it's, and it's, and it's seasonal and stuff. And his, his 401k doesn't amount to nearly as much as yours. So when they retire, they retire with something that's solid. Well, let's kind of like do that. You keep saying that you, you want people not to pay the medical stuff and it's always for the older people. Let's do it for everybody. Let's do it for everybody. You know, it's it's. And like, hey, Mr. Schumer, you know, you're a senator from New York State. What, do you, what kind of coverage do you have? Oh, you this, this, this. So you have the Cadillac of coverage, too. Okay, well, put me down for the same thing. You know, here, you're, all your constituents in, in, in New York, we want the same coverage that you have. How about your retirement fee? What, what does yours look like? Okay, well, we want the same thing. Well, you don't make the money. You know, they, so they always have excuses and stuff. And, and what we're going to do down the road here. Is, is start to call things out like that there, you know. When you start to tell me that you need the votes to do this and pass this and pass that, let's keep it simple. What do you have? What do you have? And that's what I want. Yeah, that's what, that's what I want, so. Okay, uh, like I said, I there wasn't much to really critique yesterday, so it's just it, more or less there was a couple things that I, that I just picked out. And um, I hope you're not tired of listening to politics. I'm not going to do full shows on politics all the time. Most of the times, again, I would like to, you know, go off on different things that I said I would do, uh, remembering uh, about years and years ago and people and things that I did and, and people want to join in and, and remember what they did and I had to compare them to yesteryear to now. Uh, things like this, sports show, sports book show. Uh, I, I want to start to, to get more and more into that. So kind of be patient. You know, you might have to listen to me. Uh, I'll, I'll cut them short. I make sure they're, they're not so long when it comes to politics and stuff. And maybe I'll just pick out certain things and not have to get into the whole uh, plethora of stuff that we have to do. But let, let, let's see, in fact, what happens. Okay, this is the captain signing off. So God bless America and certainly God bless you. See ya. If you enjoyed the podcast and would like to subscribe to the Captain's Corner, all one needs to do is go to the Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It is 100% free, and reviews are welcome. Thank you.